Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and Tom Brady is still retired. Almost 24 <laughs> hours later. Morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. Hey, Max, up, Max? How, How are you? you? Yes. Yeah, it's a party. Yeah. yeah. He is retired, and he's going to stay retired. He's finally done. I like he will, too. All, all the pieces of content now we're going to yeah. have on Tom Brady. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he can't Brady do this talk. twice. Yeah. Can't do it twice. Just want to stay for the record two days into Black History Month. Can't do it. Two, here we go. Twice. Again, two days, Max. And if you do it twice, they're going to chop you up. And they, he doesn't want that. <laughs> right. He doesn't want to get chopped up. He's already being chopped up because, as Jay said, this is now day number two. Day number two. Right. Just yeah, counting. Marking down, it down, Tom. We're down to 26. <laughs> well, as I said, Peyton Manning will announce his comeback pretty soon. And <laughs> uh, so, speaking of Peyton Manning, Mike Francesa of Mike and the Mad Dog fame says that Tom Brady said this yesterday. Tom Brady is neither the best regular season quarterback, that would be Peyton Manning, or Super Bowl quarterback. Max, set it up. Who, who is Mike Francesa? Where, so Mike know? Francesa, I said, as, as I said, Mike of the Mad Dog fame. Mike of the Mad Dog is a very popular sports talk show. Chris Russo you, was Mad Dog. You see him on First Take. And Mike uh-huh. Francesa came on First Take yesterday. It was sort of a reuniting of Mike and the Mad Dog. Okay. okay. A All radio right. show from WFAN in New York City for, you know. Decades. Least, forever, yeah, decades. Yeah. It was on forever. Um, and, and Mike, this, so listen to Francesa yesterday. He's not the best regular season quarterback I've ever seen, Peyton Manning was. He's not the best Super Bowl quarterback who ever lived, Joe Montana is. What he is, though, Mm. is the guy who played the longest, and he won the most games. He won the most Super Bowls. So he will be remembered because nobody's going to play 23 years, and nobody's probably ever going to have a chance to win that many Super Bowls. It's almost impossible to do. He was in the right place with the right coach, and he was that competitive. By the way, I, I find that take uncontroversial, and I've said as much in the past about Peyton Manning. Like, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were contemporaries. Every year, Peyton Manning, almost every year, not every year, almost every year, Peyton Manning was better in the regular season, and can, at least key, whatever your analysis is now, <laughs> he was considered that well, way he by he most. Heard it yet. He, but but, but he because he might be yet. like, you know, I used to look at them and think, but, but he was considered by most to be a better regular season quarterback than Brady throughout most of their careers. Brady was better in the playoffs, no doubt, than Peyton. And, and in terms of Super Bowl quarterbacks, Montana was 4-0, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions. So I don't think Frances is wrong. Like, Brady is the GOAT because he's way up there regular season, and when you add it all up in the playoffs, he's the guy. But peak value in the playoffs, I take Montana, and regular season, I would take Peyton. I, I don't find that controversial. Um... <laughs> I look at it probably a little bit different than Francesa, in in a little bit different than you in terms of the regular season. I thought both of them had terrific regular seasons. One may have had to do a little bit more in the other than the other, and by that I mean Peyton Manning may have had to do just a little bit more. Peyton Manning had to go through a couple head coaches, where Tom went through one guy. And it was probably just an easier 
so to speak, landing, if I could put that in the terms mm-hmm, that way, mm-hmm. where, you know, you sometimes you get a little turbulence and then you land and they hit too hard. His was smoother along the way. Uh, but Tom Brady beat Peyton Manning multiple times in the regular season for a long period of time. Uh, he also took him out in the playoffs for a couple times there. And then it shifted a little bit. Uh, I would say that Tom Brady had a better defense, better, just a better cast around him all the way. Brady certainly did his part. So did Manny. Mm-hmm. Then when you get to the postseason, I, I look at it again, and I, and I had this conversation with Teddy Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bruschi, yesterday about the postseason. And I've always, and I'll continue to say it, those first three Super Bowls, I discount for Tom Brady because I know what they had as a football team. Now, when you look at the overall body of work, I look at Joe Montana. The question would be asked to me, who would I rather have in the Super Bowl? I mean, Joe Montana, is if you grew up and you played the wide receiver position like I did and you grew up watching Joe Montana, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to not want Tom Brady. But if they said, would you rather have Joe Montana or, or Tom, Tom Brady, Brady take Joe, yeah. I'm going to probably take Joe Montana. In the Super Bowl, yeah. So uh, I got no problem with what Mike said. I mean, he's accurate. I, I think it's more the thing that feels somewhat insulting as an ex-athlete is more the timing of it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it happens on the day that Tom Brady is retired. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's soon. the day of, right? So – uh, and and I get His it because he just passed. Too yeah, soon. and Max, he did say that Tom is the goat, but then he's saying, "Well, you know, Peyton Manning is a better regular season quarterback." I'm like, "Okay, I hear that, but guess what? I don't really value the regular season because we really value the postseason." Yeah. Yep. And then I say, "Okay, Joe Montana didn't throw a pick in a Super Bowl. He's been to four appearances." I'm like, I, "I hear that. That's incredible." And I agree with Key. Maybe I might take Joe Montana over Tom Brady, but Tom Brady has been to 10 yeah, Super Bowls yeah, ridiculous, as yeah. opposed to four. So if you increase the number, I wonder if Joe would have had some flaws and mistakes if he had played in six more Super Bowls. For sure. Right? So know, like, it, yeah. it's the entire body of work to me. It's a great way of unpacking it to make a bold statement because it goes viral. But at the end of the day, you're still saying Tom Brady is the but, goal. You know, I didn't get the feeling that that was a hot take. No, I got no, the no, feeling no. like yeah. it was honest analysis, you know, like, uh, here's one way to do it, and just to, to gauge what people were thinking at the time. Not that they were right, necessarily, but you look like, did they, where, were they all pro? Where, did they win MVPs? Where did they finish in the MVP voting? C- can give you, can give you a sense of what people thought. Peyton Manning was winning MVPs before Brady was an all-pro, right? Like, the sense back then, certainly in the first half of their careers, is Peyton Manning is the best, but you'd rather have Tom Brady because there's something about him that's a winner. He has Belichick, right? That kind of stuff. And, and, and it, as, insofar as, like, the timing of stuff, there were people, and I'm not even talking about the racists, guys, when Hank Aaron broke the home run record, who would point out, you know what? Yes, he is the all-time home run champ. It's ne- he never hit 50 home runs in a season. He just hit 45-plus every year for 100 years. So mm-hmm. people were saying that right at the time that were just making the comment, yes, he is the home run king, but they're, in other words, when people say compiler, on the one hand, they're talking about guys who played a very long time, best ability, availability, that's great, and performed at a high level. But sometimes that can miss what other people mean by the greatest or the best, which is what but- peak did they hit? And how long did they sustain that, right? So I, I, so I shouldn't think people have any clue how difficult it is to play 20 One years. year. 
I mean, like we're talking well, about LeBron. Hey, 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 Twenty years, so hard. man. Look, you know how hard. Look, look, Jay. One, <laughs> one year. year. I'm with man. One year. How hard it is. It to, just seems like lack of perspective yeah, on to that to play a <laughs> season, let alone twenty three seasons. Yeah, twenty three seasons. Max absurd. likes to say you get extra credit for certain things, Thanks. and he's going to get extra credit for twenty three seasons. No doubt. Waking up, leaving his family and his kids. Some would argue playing football cost him. Uh, uh, his marriage. I mean, all you you have to sacrifice to be able to do the things that you want to do when you play professional sports. You have to eat a certain way. You have to Avocado think a certain toast. way. You have to do all, all of those that. things to be at your peak. Now, look, you mentioned that Peyton Manning was winning championship or, or MVPs before Tom Brady even became an All Pro. That is true. At the same time, the team was not built around Tom Brady. Right. The team was built around everything that they had, from Willie McGinnis to Ty Law to Laurie Malloy to Ted Johnson to mm-hmm. Teddy Bruschi. I could go on and on and on about those teams and the way that they was built. You know, they went out and got Corey Dillon from Cincinnati. They, they, they It was just a different way of Versus doing Versus Marvin things. Harrison and these guys. And they didn't yeah. win. Right. They hey, didn't win. Does it, is it Peyton fair Manning to, won one damn Super Bowl in Indy. Is it fair one. to say... And by the way, that's why Francesa says it didn't say postseason for Peyton. But Manning, he no didn't comparison. Even, but he didn't even put himself in position Is like it, that, though. He didn't have home field advantage every single year throughout. Even though you would claim that he was the guy in the regular season, yep, his teams yeah. were not going. 14 and 2 ridiculously every single year. But so is it fair to say to it, because that just what you guys were talking about illuminated something for me. Like people like me will separate it out and say, well on the one hand you have longevity and people compile stuff and on the other hand you have peak value, but it seems to me and correct me if I'm wrong that you guys are saying the longevity itself don't rush past that because that is that is so uh, endemic. It's so it's so apart of the greatness itself, that to simply put it in another category and say, well, he just played a long time, therefore he compiled the stats, glosses over yes. the, what it means to have played for so long and how, how integral that is to the, the greatness itself. Is that right? Absolutely. You got, if, you, if you play a long time, it's not that Jerry Rice was, was great. Jerry damn Rice played 22 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't it, – it doesn't happen. <laughs> it just like Francesca said, nobody will ever do it in our lifetime, man. It's not at, – at this level, you could be Steve DeBerg and play a long time. You can – I mean, you could, you could be Frank Gore and play a long time, but where Frank Gore was in his sixth, seventh, eighth year, he was not in his last part of his career where – Tom Brady was. Yeah, but yeah. the difference – you brought, and, bring up Jerry Rice, guys, uh, Key. Jerry Rice, the thing about Rice is if you go back and look at the record, forget our memories of it, he put up the best numbers at his peak. But, and he played the longest. And he won the most. That's different than Brady a little bit, who Francesa's so? – well, Francesa's claim but, is, and I agree with this, in the regular season there was a guy who was better. And in the, in the Super Bowl okay, there so was a guy up, who was better. So a guy so, put up – what, what, 700 more what, yards. Max, that's my question. What do you value? You value the regular season? No. Okay. So, like, that, uh, that contradicts. Well, I, mean, I value but, the regular season. But these guys too, are but, all hitting enough of a level that you don't have to think about it. They're no, all like, making I value playoffs. the regular season, Jay, because you got to put yourself in a position. I agree. But, but Key, everyone we're talking about is going to put themselves in that position. Like, they no, all when hit I that say bar. That, when I say the position, I'm talking about that 13 and 3. 
that fourteen and two home field, home field yeah. advantage by first single round by yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is important to me. Yep, yep. Uh, no argument. Um, Good, because you would have lost. How does Tom? Well, I know how to you know where to pick my fights. Where does and how does Tom Brady? Sorry. Right. How does his retirement affect the quarterback landscape this offseason? But first. I mean, look, he, you don't have to give up any draft capital for Brady. You could just sign. Oh, no, you can't just sign him. Now, does that, how does that, what's the domino effect here for the other quarterbacks? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I look at Joe Montana. The question would be asked to me, who would I rather have in the Super Bowl? You know, I'm not going to not want Tom Brady, but if they said, would you rather have Joe Montana or, or Tom, Tom Brady, Brady gonna take Joe. I'm going to probably take Joe Montana. The Super Bowl, yeah. Watch his dive. Watch his dive. And Jay, your your reply to that, because I'm with Key, and so are you on that Montana, I think is a good one. The more you expose yourself in a situation, the more likely you are to make a mistake. Montana played in four, was perfect. Brady played in ten. Ten. Of course, he's not going to be perfect. Still, for peak value, I would take Montana in the Super Bowl, but Brady's way up there. I mean, that's fine. Meantime, to have the left hands. We over right. here watching highlights. The left arm is better yet. <laughs> Max, you're over here watching highlights yeah, on the, the 10 TVs we have in the studio in Bristol. And Key's like, watch these throws. And I'm talking about Joe Montana's throws are just... Ridiculous. It, it, it's like you're watching poetry in, in slow mo. The dude was so cool, look, too, look, under look, pressure. Look at this. Watch this throw right here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Look moving at this out of pocket, just Man, throwing, Brady man. ain't moving like that throwing, throwing that laser, man. It it's not happening. It's a little bit of like, you got a little Pat, a little Pat Mahomes. Oh, God, don't stop. Montana, Uh-oh. listen, whenever, when it comes down to, hey, can Mahomes ever catch Brady if he wins like five chips? I mean, that's why one of the reasons this Super Bowl and the legacy of Mahomes such a big deal you got to get to at least two, right? But Look at but these throws on E2, though, man. Montana's Seriously. the one everyone's like, uh, what about Joe Montana? And whenever you bring up Joe Montana, everyone, I don't care what side of the debate you're on, goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Joe Montana was bad. <laughs> yeah, he was the man. And he was cool. Cool, man. Still to this day is cool. Yeah. We're watching highlights. I'm sorry. Y'all need to take these highlights off. I'm going to watching them. Be quiet. Look at this throw to Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone. Oh, God. Got three, three dudes, dudes on, on him. Sprint yeah. right option. Bam. All right. So how does Brady's retirement affect today's quarterback landscape, right? We're talking history in Montana. What happens with the Bucks? Are the 49ers sold on Trey Lance? What about teams who are looking at Brady and Rodgers and talking at least internally, hey, should we make a run at one of these two guys? We're going to have to give up a lot to get Rodgers, but Brady's a free agent. 
Kyle Shanahan, 49ers head coach, at the press conference on Jimmy G's future. I wish you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. <gasps> okay. So Definitive. in other words, so in other words <laughs> we don't want that. No, nah, that's we not for us. Which is, mean, which is smart. I yeah, mean, if you got three quarterbacks, too, and they're all injury, injured or injury prone. What yeah, you injury riddle quarterback yeah. room doesn't help you. You got one guy that was making twenty plus million dollars. You got a bunch of young dudes on uh, rookie contracts. Two young dudes on rookie contracts. You you want to see Trey Lance and OTAs coming up here in the next several months? And Brock Purdy, whether he has surgery or not, he's going to be at least a six plus month recovery process while he's trying to do that and trying to get back on the field. You've got to go out and sign a veteran quarterback at some point that makes a lot of sense that can actually play football. Uh, this team is too good. Ooh. This team is too good to bypass and put all your what is it eggs in the basket? Eggs in the basket. Yeah, eggs in the basket on on Trey Lance, and you just don't know what's going to happen. I'm not anticipating Brock Purdy to play, uh, and I'm not a doctor, but I'm not anticipating him to get on the field and contribute to this team before the start of the season. It just you know when you say six months plus, it, you got to extend that for some. Odd reason something goes wrong. So wait a second, though. I I, I just want to put this in perspective because I, I feel like we always move the goal like the goalposts here as it relates to the 49ers because now it's like they have to go find a veteran quarterback. They went all in on Trey Lance. Like, are, are we going to hold them somewhat accountable for all the trade like the picks that they left up to go get Trey Lance, considering the Jimmy G situation, or is it just like okay, they're allowed to pivot and move and do something else, go find a veteran quarterback? Like they, Trey Lance was supposed to be their guy. They moved heaven to earth to go get Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance played in three games in two years. Man. Who's but like he's been hurt. Yeah, that's the issue, Jay. You're right, you, but the injury changes. I hear you. It's a the, team that's ready to go. That that's team the thing, is ready to go. Key. When they drafted Trey Lance, it was like, can we do a smooth transition from what we have, game manager, this and that, to plus to 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 more of an athletic? You know, we want Mahomes, Josh Allen, someone with extra. And, and we'll develop him behind our solid guy, and then he'll be ready to go. But, Jay, the injury changes everything, right? He doesn't have the experience they were hoping he would have. And now the solid guy, injury-prone Garoppolo, is gone. They don't want him back. And Brock Purdy, the other guy, who looked, oh, he looks nice, he's not going to be available for a while. What do you do? So you're talking about options like Derek Carr? You know, but the Raiders got a problem, too. I hear you. A lot and of teams, the, the, that's the, what I ask him, Price. So, if the Raiders, and I don't even think the Raiders have given permission to Derek Carr and his people to even seek a trade. So, mm. now, when you look at it, this whole Brady thing kind of messed up the quarterback landscape, in my opinion, by him retiring because teams have very little options at the quarterback position in terms of quarterback that they need for their team, right? Mm-hmm. This affects what the what the New York Giants want to do with Daniel Jones, no what doubt. the Raiders want to do now all His of a sudden. His price went up. Uh, with, with Carr, it may affect what Green Bay process thinking is in terms of Love and Rodgers. So it's a whole bunch of stuff. Because what what's out there? You don't, If Carson Wentz becomes available, you're not touching that. Okay, Matt Ryan, you're not, what is that? So you start looking at the quarterbacks, say, Kirk Cousins, what is that? Sam Darnold, what is that? Like, I could go on and on about a list of quarterbacks. Carr probably is at the top of the availability list if you can pry them open without giving up compensation the way you would have to give for Rodgers. So they have, the 49ers now have to say, 
Do I waste Christian McCaffrey, his years? Do I waste Nick Bosa, years? Like, I got to think about these sort of things, and that's what they're going through. Or they get a good, solid backup, and they say, look, as Jay said, we made our bed. Now we got to lie in it, right? You set the table, you got to eat. Any metaphor like that. Um, in chess, sometimes someone prepares to castle, right? They move the stuff out so they can castle, and then they hesitate, and they wind up losing the game. Like, you gotta, when, you, when you have a plan, at a certain point, you got to follow through. And key, even if you believe, and I think you're right, look, but he doesn't have the experience they were anticipating, it may be the best option if he truly is ready for OTAs you to go start Trey Lance. To follow through on saying. your plan, even no, if it's you, a little you, early. You, you could just say, you know what, forget it. I think we have enough mm-hmm. because we got a solid defense. And even if we dropped him back 15 times a game until he's ready and we got Christian McCaffrey and, and Trent Williams and company, by the way, who's not getting any younger at, at, the, at the left tackle position, yeah, we may be able to play saying. old bully ball and get somewhere until this kid is – Develop. Look you, at what they but do. You, what you think they don't, have, do York, you think they don't have a choice to do that? I mean, they wouldn't have a choice. Yeah, but the problem. No, I don't. I don't know. But the problem is, when I'm looking at it, he's been hurt. I, I understand that. And so when he's been hurt, I don't know what's going to happen Happened again. again. But, but, but for the King, third time, think about think about what Daybull did with Daniel Jones, right? Who has certain similarities? He's fast. He can throw it. He was inexperienced. He turned the ball over. They didn't know. So nice, safe, and sound. You design runs. You let him run if it's there. You make yeah, safe throws. And they have more than the Giants do, right? I, I absolutely like if it was me and I was running the team, I probably would look. To, I probably would just go with it and just you know, here's what we're gonna do. The problem is is I have a guy who hasn't been available to me. And then all of a sudden I get into the seventh game of the year and he doesn't to, yeah. he's not available again. You're gonna have to find out in real time too if that lack of availability and that lack of evidence and data you have on him, if it turns out to be bad news or good news, like uh, and part of that's gonna be on Shanahan. And, and this is and this thing. is a big boy business too, Jack. Oh, I, I get you it. know it's it's I get not it. it's not like I know you get it, but it's a, such a big boy business. I just wonder, could they find a way to get enough capital to try to be in the Aaron Rodgers game? Because if you're, if you're that, green, Jay. I don't think so. I mean, you just think Aaron Rodgers 49ers, and I hear, I know the money isn't probably going to work, but that, that seems like the perfect fit out of all the fits I in always, the world. I Not always wondered for that. For the 49ers, right? Ready to win now, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, you talk Jay. about Aaron Rodgers, but like, if you're Green Bay, you're like, all right, like, who's going to give me the most for Aaron Rodgers? And San Fran probably don't got the most to give. Everyone who says, oh, it can't happen because of X, Y, and Z, but I always wonder if happen. there's a way to figure that out. All right, Jerry Jones said the Cowboys are committed to drafting a quarterback. What does this mean for Dak Prescott? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I've been lying. I drink espresso martini with tequila mm. instead of vodka. So, okay, you're a coffee drinker. No, I'm not a coffee different. That's different. Yes, no, it's still coffee. Key, just yeah, it's not you the same. Think- is espresso martini with tequila the same as drinking your coffee and your espresso? If you have vodka Red Bull, are you having a Red Bull? No. Yes. Yes. You're not. What do you mean you're not? You are. Red Bull's in the vodka. Espresso martinis are good. I like argue. espresso I'm gonna, martinis, but I'm, I'm ready gonna, to turn up if I'm having an espresso gonna martini. I'm not going to argue with you about my choice of drink. The problem with me at this 630. age is I have one no, drink. I go right to sleep. in the morning, Pat. And this guy says he doesn't drink coffee, yet he's, he has espresso martinis. It's so yeah, the what's the espresso in there for, Key? It's to keep you it's awake. It's to keep you awake. You're having caffeine. So what is a caramel like macchiato in the morning. that's not coffee? What is it? Yeah, it is. Isn't there coffee it's, in Yeah, it's, it's a, a style macchiato? of coffee. It's, no, you it's think it's six dollars is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's stay away like from nine dollars at Starbucks. Nine stay away from the coffee. I'll take a small caramel macchiato. That'd be thirteen dollars, sir. Drink some water, Jay. <laughs> I literally, I literally thought I was getting sick the other day, and I realized yeah. by like six p.m. I haven't had any coffee today. I was just having caffeine withdrawal. How many Drink coffees some water, do you have Max? every morning, Max? A coffee, like you a shot have, of espresso or a coffee? Because uh, you do the espresso shots. Yeah, so each shot you of espresso is the equivalent of about a half cup of coffee. Okay. So I probably do... Two cups of coffee? Minimum three cups of coffee a day. Minimum. See, a macchiato, caramel macchiato with no foam, extra hot, skinny, <laughs> is like chocolate milk. You see Key in the Starbucks wearing like the Jesus sandals and the, the board shorts. Yeah. I'll take a caramel macchiato, please. Yeah. I just don't picture you like With that. With my though. sweatshirt on, I'm chilling. <laughs> I still don't know the sizes there. By the way, I, I still don't have my. I know. I know small, medium, and large. That's all I know. I think oh, Venti is the twenty. Venti's the tallest I, I can't one. Do yeah, it. Venti's the twenty five dollar one. I, I don't know. I yeah, just grande, say the small, then you got tall. Because then I wind up thinking I got it, and I'll the say the tall wrong is thing actual small. Thing. You know what I mean? That's how they get. It's easy, tall, man. What, what's ridiculous is tall means large. No, tall means small. In a movie? No, no. Yeah, I forget what the movie was, but tall means large, and Grande also means large. And Venti's 20, which is nothing. That's not a size. That's a number. (laughs) Figure it out, Starbucks. You just walk in and say, give me a Venti caramel macchiato skinny with no foam. Yeah, give me a small. I'll take a small. What's a skinny, though? Can you say fat? Yeah, let let me me, me get a water. Can I just get a water? (laughs) Are we cool with that? Fat coffee is what I want. Well, you know know what else is out there that needs something? Jerry Jones. Yes. (laughs) Here he is. (laughs) Hey. Mike McCarthy is going to call plays for the Cowboys. He's going to be there going, give me a skinny macchiato. Yeah. I want to. <laughs> yeah. what Jerry Jones drinks from Starbucks. Extra foam. Yeah. All right. So 2023, here we go. Buckle up. Here's Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, on Mike McCarthy. This is the logical step to build on it and use what 
uh, we've established, or if you will, the foundation of the ones we've got. This is a time for us to build on it, and that's what this is. This is a building step. Offensively, will it? Will you keep the same offense, or will you go back to what Mike used to run in Green Bay? Uh, it will be, I'm sure, with added nuances of the times, but more importantly, the personnel. But it will uh, be, uh, 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 in principle, uh, the way he operated in Green Bay, which I'm sure he'll tell you evolved. All right. So Jerry Jones is building a machine, a first-round exit machine. Every year they're going to win double-digit games and get bounced in the first round. Key, seriously, you hear a lot about the West Coast offense. And when people hear, they go, oh, timing offense, short passes, like – Please break down the West Coast offense in a way people can understand. And then, do you think this benefits Dak Prescott? And if so, how? Well, I think when you start, you think about the West Coast offense, there's different variations of the West Coast offense. It was essentially born by the late Bill Walsh of the San Francisco 49ers and Joe Montana and company and, and Steve Young and company and Steve Bono and company. And that whole quarterback you know, run that they had in San Francisco with Jerry Rice and, and Ricky Waters and company. It's a three-step timing, rhythm, offense. You get the football out fast. In in certain instances, there's the slant game. There's the three-by-one on the backside with the big X receivers by itself where he runs the slant. He picks up, you know, he picks up 12 yards on a four-yard catch because now all of a sudden he catches the ball and there's a gap there of about six yards. He picks up the other six, he falls forward for another. Then there's the bunch formation where they're running a spacing, where all of a sudden there's a guy over the ball, a guy in the flat, and a guy right where they started at, so it's spaced out. Then there's the principles of not taking really deep shots down the field. Their deep shots basically are traveling in the air at about 15-yard clips. So it's it's different. When you look at Minnesota – you look at Green Bay, you look at San Francisco, you look at the Los Angeles Rams, you look at Sean Payton, for instance. All of those offenses have a variation of the West Coast offense. And so you set this, it up where it's timing, short passes, and yak, yards yes, after it's, it's catch. A yard, based yard on after the catch, yard after catch offense. Does that, do you think the, the version of a West Coast offense will help Dak as it relates to how he processes information? Like as he goes through, you know, like his reads? I think it will help him. It helps the offensive line. It will help him get the football out of his hands fast. But it will also give him zone and man beaters in his head. So immediately, like you asked me, Jay, when he drops back, typically it's built built in. There's a zone beater on one side. There's a man beater on the other. Mm. So he automatically already knows, okay, when when we line up in this formation – and they go to zone, I already know to go to the right. Boom, boom, yeah. I already know to go to the left. This is man on the right, I'm staying over there because it's man-to-man. It's zone, and it's on the left, I'm staying over there, I'm not going back to the right. And he gets the football out fast. This is what Andy Reid's been able to do over the years, and it's going to evolve because over time there's certain plays that you see another team ran against that opponent three weeks ago, and you sit there and you go, I like that. We have something similar in our – Playbook. Let's grab that, tweak it, put that in there, and tweak it. Instead of him running a a shallow cross on an under, let's have him run the shallow cross, and he stops, and the other guy comes over the top of him. Yeah, let's put that in, Mm -hmm. and that's how it evolves. Okay, so let's stick with the Cowboys, guys. Stephen Jones said the team remains fully committed to Dak Prescott, 
and that the team is open to an extension. What? Would it be a mistake to extend <laughs> Dak this offseason? Keyshawn what? J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. As much as I'm not into other people's personal lives, I get into so it. Well, I'm not so into it, but I'm into it. It's like, I don't care, but I care. Last night, I found myself paying attention to something I really don't give a blank about. I don't care, but I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And you can join the conversation. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. So, Key J, Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News tweeted... See what? What's happening? Yeah, he said Jerry Jones and the Cowboys are committed to drafting a quarterback. Okay. He said he should have committed to drafting one, you know, years ago. But they wanted okay, maybe they should draft a quarterback, but also Stephen Jones said the team remains fully committed to Dak and they're open to an extension with Dak. Yeah. Now, on the surface key, mm-hmm. People feel that those two ideas could be mutually exclusive. We're going to get into that in a second. You can explain why it's not. But a new deal would lower Dak's cap hit for the next couple seasons. Whenever you see a quarterback redo his deal or play redo, it always frees up cap space and gives the player more money because they amortize it over more years. So right now, Dak is set to have a hit of just over $49 million in 2023 and just over $52 million in 2024. So, Key, let me start. With, would it be a mistake to extend Dak? No, but but, but here's what I would ask you real quick, because you, you and Jay, y'all smarter than me. Um, $49 million to two twenty five is what percent? It's, uh, it's, it's 40, less 49. than one-fifth, so it's a, a little over 20%, it's over 20%, but not quite 25%. So let's just, let's just call it 25%, just for yep. giggles. Mm-hmm. For someone to eat up 25% of the salary cap, that's a lot. That's a lot. So mm-hmm. you, you start there. Mm-hmm. So him saying they would mind giving an extension, that extension is being able to free up some salary cap space because they got to sign free agents, they got to sign rookies, and they got to sign their own players, and they got to think about what they're going to do beyond just this year for players, extensions, things of that nature. So this, that's, this is not out of the realm that they would be open to renegotiating his deal 
because they're cash flush. They don't they're not they don't have any cash issues. So they can go to the bank and give him whatever he needs in a signing bonus and be fine and get some salary cap relief. So that's not a big deal at all. It 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 isn't. All this is is about making the cap more friendly for the team to be able to do what they need to do to operate. Now, as far as the quarterback, you draft a quarterback every single year. They should all teams should always draft a quarterback every single year. There's not a you, you don't have enough. Just look at Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Just look at San Francisco. Okay, you have to have a quarterback. Doesn't mean you're gonna take one in the first round. Doesn't mean you're gonna take one in the third round. But you should add a quarterback to your roster every single year. So you're talking about a guy like uh, potentially because Dak has been hurt the past three years on and off, right? So a guy like a Hendon Hooker, a guy like well, he's a, hurt too, but he's yes. hurt, yeah, but, but like yes. Bo Nix, you know what I mean? Guys, yeah, like you that. just got whatever, whatever you think, whatever quarterback you like in your building to not compete with Dak Prescott but put on your roster every single year, you should take a quarterback. Rick, but when people hear that. They think that Dak's job is up. Yeah, and that's not the case. case No, you're just looking for some depth at the position. You find a guy in the fourth round, fifth round, you think can do certain things, maybe whatever. Well, how did you think? How how you think Brock Purdy got there? Yeah, right. Right. They drafted him. Yeah. Rick in Ohio. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Fellas, what's going on? Hey, listen, are they crazy? They haven't been watching these last four, five, six years. They got. Cooper Rush there, they did a real good job last year. And, you know, you work with him for a little bit, get rid of Dak, and get some more players to put around him. Yeah, Cooper Rush is a nice guy and everything, and I like Cooper Rush. And he won some games. Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, Cooper Rush, you, you only saw, can do so much with Cooper right, Rush. You saw a premium Dak could give yeah. you. However, key, there is, like, this is why guys like Mahomes are so, forget Mahomes, guys like, you know, Burrow or Josh Allen or, or, or Jalen Hurts are so rare, right? Because if you take a guy like Dak, the temp- because he can give you a premium over a guy like Cooper Rush, the temptation is there to do a little too much. And that was your question about what the Cowboys would do when Dak got back. Will they follow the blueprint or not? And at first they did. Then they got a little greedy, little but, greedy, little yeah, greedy. And that's why yeah. Kellen Moore is Backfire. no longer but, there. But also, guys, Cooper Rush is a free agent, right? So – I mean, you talk about cap. Are you going to sign him? Like, there, teams out yeah, there are struggling sign, for a you, quarterback. You but sign like, him and you give him backup money. Everybody could give him backup money. Some some teams will pay him a little bit more backup money. And the Cowboys may pay a little bit more. They may pay a little bit less, less. if they think they can do better at the backup position. Mm-hmm. He's a backup. He's not a starter. No, I agree with you on that. Yeah. But but don't you think the market for? has gone up for Cooper Rush considering his performance yeah, that he but, had this past year? But the backup market – is yeah, that's but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If if the number if somebody comes across the table and says, "Hey, look, if my starting QB goes down, this guy carried their offense last year to a degree, regardless of what the reality you may can look do it for like." Three four games, right? Yeah, like or he, the money, the price tag on him probably will go up to a degree. He, so he will down, yeah, have of a demand in yes. the backup market. Yes. For somebody. Yes. Jay, are you saying that he made himself some money last year? Yes. No doubt. No yes. question. No doubt question. he did. For, no for sure. And if you're Dallas, you're looking at it saying, "Do I want to pay?" Cooper Rush, the yeah, money but, that maybe but, the market may dictate but when for you him. Look at, but when you look at the salary cap in your board, there's only so much that you could commit to that position. Agreed. And you may, let's say you want to pay Cooper Rush three and a half million. If I pay Cooper Rush three and a half, but I got to pay him five and a half, then I can't 
go sign the fifth receiver that's also a punt returner yes. and a kick returner exactly and a flyer. Point. So I got to pick and choose. Okay, so I'm going to save a million and a half, $2 million on Cooper Rush so I can go get three of those back half roster guys yep. that are sitting at 49, 50, You're 50 preaching it. That's what I'm saying. If you can find a quarterback in the draft for a, on rookie cost, you're going to take that. Jay, Key, you be a certified he's backup. always like, there's no salary cap, but that's for certain players. There's no salary cap. Absolutely. For guys yes. like Cooper Rush, there's oh, a yeah. salary yes. cap. Yes, yeah. because I got to right. divvy up the money, though, yeah. Max. If, yeah. I gotta, I, if I got a dollar and I got to feed 12 people, I got to figure out who's going to get what. Right. But if at a certain level, you just figure it out. Shelton oh, in Kansas City. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Dollar store? No, you ain't going to dollar store. So ain't gonna cut it. What's um, up, man? I feel like Zach is in a hot seat right now. Um, and he knows he's in a hot seat. Um, and I feel next season, if, he, if he's not balling, man, do like they did all those horrible quarterbacks this year. Put him on the bench and bring in Cooper Rush. And let Cooper Rush do his thing. And if all us fail... Like y'all said, get that quarterback in the first round and let him do his thing. Not going to happen. All, all else will fail if Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback for a long stint. Trust me in that one. It's not, it's, it's not going to happen. But it does feel like Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott are tied at the hip, doesn't it? It, it, it feels now that Mike McCarthy gets a play-calling opportunity tied in with Dak and the questions around Dak considering this past season, it feels like both well, those guys are I, in hot seat. I could take advantage of the Dallas Cowboys if I'm Dak Prescott because when you go to renegotiate my deal, I could put myself in a position where I'm due certain amounts of money at a certain time at the start of the league year that will put your roster in jeopardy if, the, if it triggers in and, mm. or I can walk and be a free agent. So they've got to be careful – on that $49 million renegotiation. Because if they put triggers in there that will allow him to walk after this season based on uh, the league year, the start of the league year, and roster bonuses that's due to him, they could be in trouble too. By the way, Cooper Rush made about a, a little under a million dollars, like 970 thousand dollars. Yeah, so he'll, he'll make an extra million years. bucks next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll, Good for they'll, they'll, they'll at least double his salary based on yeah, what he's done at minimum. Absolutely. So can come up. Patrick Mahomes no taxes in Texas too. ever catch Tom Brady and be considered the GOAT of the NFL? Can Mahomes ever catch Brady? Brady just retired. Mahomes is in the Super Bowl again. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.